What's up, world? This is Cloud Conversations with Loriana Mercado. I'm Harvey Banks. The podcast where two longtime friends talk about anything and everything from our daily life to pop culture to shit that'll make you say, what the fuck? On today's episode, we're going to talk about what's trending, Lil Wayne looking like a little Girl Scout trying to make his dad proud, Paul Rudd acting like he's Aquaman on Halloween day. Are you ready for this? Let's go! Oh, let's go, man. <laughs> let's How you doing, go. buddy? Not bad, man. <laughs> Fucking life is hey, good. You know, listen, you know when someone hits you with the buddy, they're about to come with all the jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. How you That's doing, buddy? <laughs> it's almost the, the soft tap on the back. You're like, what the hell? You know it's coming. You know they are coming with the shits. <laughs> That's right. So, so how you been, though? Good, good, man. Fucking living yeah. my best life. Fucking working a lot. Getting shit done. Making my mark on this world. What about you? Uh, Not that. It's cold. It was raining. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you could suspect... Yeah, I got lost today in those um, NPR Tiny Desk series on Net or excuse me YouTube, where they do the concerts. I watched what? like thirty what of them that? today. NPR oh, Tiny Desk. Tiny Desk, it's so good. Just when you get when we're done here, just take a gander. It's it's so good. But anyways, it's a rabbit hole I got lost in today. Oh, nice. I like yeah, that. yeah. So I didn't get anything productive done, but we're about to have some fun here. So exactly. it makes up for it. So start off today, let's talk about what's trending in today's world and daily lives and shit like that. You got anything that, that piqued your interest today in what's trending? <laughs> I do. I've got actually a few things, but right. I want to start it with um, everybody's favorite white actor that nobody really knows his name. I'm just kidding. We all know his Matt name. Damon. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Oh, Paul Rudd, yeah. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> right? Say some shit. Yeah. yeah. Nah, like- so Paul Rudd was... Um, caught walking around Brooklyn I believe it was in Brooklyn today pouring down raining and people have been we had we spoke about people doing early voting and standing in lines for like eight to ten hours and stuff you know okay so there it's pouring down raining he's walking out and he's doing the most Paul Rudd thing ever the when you think Paul Rudd you just think cheesy smile you know what I mean trying to make you laugh I think he's walking out I never seen him man uh, but he, he's walking around uh, and by the way I did not think that was Paul Rudd but anyways he's walking around giving out cookies in the rain to the to the fine folks of Brooklyn who are standing out brave in the rain to exercise their American right to vote early or whatever now the funny shit about the video to me wasn't that he's handing out cookies or that it's him doing it or you know that it's it wasn't, I think they put the video up to show the significance of, look at this nice guy, right? But all I kept thinking about was, why in the fuck is he the only one that doesn't have an umbrella? The dude that's walking behind him, that's clearly with him, that's handing him these cookies, right. is also holding an umbrella for himself. Everybody in line has umbrellas. He's got a baseball hat on just getting rained on, right? And I'm, I'm like, looking at the somebody, video right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, somebody give my mans an umbrella, please. And Bro, the funny yeah. thing about it is, it's like, it's just so funny to me because it's like, this guy goes out of his way to do something nice for everyone, and he's the one guy getting rained on. I know, fuckers. Give Paul Rudd a fucking umbrella. He gives you some cookies and this man yeah. an umbrella. A give Paul so- Rudd an umbrella. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny. So that, that caught my eye. Well, it's interesting because we were we went to Brooklyn and we felt the downpour there. Holy shit! It's not like in Oregon where we got rained on. Yeah, in Oregon it doesn't matter what it rains. Like people wearing shorts, no umbrella. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, that means we're pretty much equals to Paul Rudd. No one gave us a fucking umbrella either. For Mm, the record, okay, I see it. Nobody gave us an umbrella either. And we were soaking fucking wet. Damn. So the and way he, I see it, that's my man. <laughs> Even if he had cookies, nobody gave him an umbrella. Now, if he had money, like money for our ferry, maybe he would have got the umbrella. Here's the question I have for you. If we were walking around in the rain and we had cookies with us, A, do you think someone would have gave us an umbrella? B, do you think they would have accepted the cookies from us? Hell to the no. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going no on both of those. Yeah, unless it had some weed in it or some shit like that. They would have assumed it had weed in it and still probably wouldn't have taken it. Look, listen, and I don't blame them. White people, I'm not blaming you. If a black kid and a Puerto Rican kid walk up to me soaking wet, offering me a cookie, I'm probably going the other way. <laughs> yeah. Let's whether just be you, honest. Whether you line to vote or not. Like, yeah, yeah, you no, think, oh, they're about to sabotage my voting rights. Fuck yeah, you. nah, nah. Fuck they, they you and your cookie, bitch. <laughs> What's four more years? <laughs> Hello, policia? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nah. But it, I did find it interesting because, like, he was handing the cookies out to voters, and it kind of led me into my next hilarious trending moment. And I want to start it off by kind of giving a disclaimer because I know it could sound if you if they listen to the last few podcasts, it definitely could sound like I'm trying to convince you to vote a certain way, which I'm not. I don't give a shit who you vote for. I really don't. Right. And I don't care if a certain celebrity endorses a certain president. I don't really care. But you're going to get the jokes. (laughs) I don't care if it's for Joe Biden or for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. You're going to get the jokes. Right. So Lil Wayne has come out on Twitter tonight for some inexplicable reason and decided to endorse publicly Donald Trump. And I guess that that's not funny. It's it's a big deal, though. Right. It's it's I mean, it instantly went to number one trending on Twitter. It's a big deal. It definitely has some shock value to it a little bit. Has shock value. But the comedy in it to me is what the fuck he has on. And then I'll let you take over from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I first saw this picture on Twitter, which I'm looking at right now, he definitely looks mm-hmm. like he's part of the, some Girl Scouts trying to make his dad proud sitting next to him. Biggest grin on his face, like he's about to do something. Have we ever seen him smile like that? Not, not like this. Maybe oh, not since the lollipop oh, video. Uh, does he got his grills on? I think he still has his grills on. His, yeah. And his platinum teeth, and maybe that's no, his. I, I think his shit is permanent. Actually, I think he was an idiot and like got it done permanently. Oh, that's right. But yeah. does this have any correlation? Platinum teeth, platinum plan. Hmm. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. I see it. I and see reading, it. And reading his tweet uh, about it, he's like, besides what the POTUS John LeTrump has done, besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. I'm just so, curious. Is this a power play, a money play for the rich? Because Lil Wayne got money. It's, it is. If I don't want to say it's a power play, but let me just say this. He's not totally wrong where he's coming from when he's mentioning the, the reform, but here he's, He's walking down the right path, but he misread all the exits, if that makes sense, right? He has no direction of where he's going. He just knows that, like, there are some things going this way. So Obama was actually notoriously kind of, kind of, I'm not to say, I don't want to say harsh on criminal reform, but Trump has been a little bit more lenient. He has pardoned quite a bit of people since he has been in office. And that's what Wayne is talking about. But if you you can't pardon people and call that criminal reform just because you're letting people out of jail if you're not <laughs> fixing the stupid laws that put you see what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, so like it's it's not a pardon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's not a, what that means. It's a hall pass. You gotta go because you gotta go take a piss at school or some it, shit. All right. But here's I do believe he's playing pawn though. Because oh, naturally because that is one of the sticking points that Donald Trump uses against Kamala Harris as being the VP is she is law and order for real. Like she locks them up and keeps them locked up. And so like, I think it's subtly it's, it's someone wrote that tweet for him. Right. Oh, sure. So it's like I said, all that can only be trumped ding, 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 by the stupid fucking sweater he had on. <laughs> what is, Get him. Like, you're looking at that picture, right? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Where do you even get a sweater? Like, that's not his sweater. No, it looks like there's... So there's three flags in the picture behind them. It looks like there's supposed to be a fourth, but this motherfucker cut it up and wore the fucking <laughs> thing as a dress. That's what it, what it looks like. Listen, 
<laughs> also, that's not his pants. Like it looks like they sh- he showed up. Are we sure that's Donald? What if I told you that was a wax figure of Donald? Oh, that's like, I was about to say that looks like a wax doll. Does right this there. not look like a situation where he showed up to wherever the fucking Hollywood studio is and, and went in the wardrobe Ooh. and somehow came out with Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince's outfit and tried to put this shit on on top of a turtleneck? Look how big that fucking sweater is. And you ain't never seen Wayne wear some pants that's got a fucking crease in it. Like, get the fuck out of here. What is this shit? Oh, yeah. They just pulled that right off the shelf and said, hey, wear this quick. Bro, I'm not even convinced that this is actually Trump. He looking kind of waxy. That's crazy. I I need to get somebody to analyze this picture. And why why does Wayne's thumb look so weird? I was just about to say that. What? His thumb? Where's that coming out of? It looks like he's got a thumb with with no thumbnail on it. Or is it straight? This shit looks weird. The whole thing looks crazy. And Uh, yeah. Yeah, this whole shit looks looks out of. Yeah, so let us know. Is this know, shit bro. Photoshop? Is this real? Is this not? And I what well, the whole Ice Cube endorsing Trump, well, essentially with the platinum plan endorsing him, saying that, you know, he's gonna put a billions of dollars to the black community. So perhaps yeah. that was the leeway to give Lil Wayne the little oomph of reassurance or something like that. But and these days, who fucking knows, honestly? My question to you is like, do you think th- what do you obviously there's fallout and I do that in air quotes because it's he's trending right now, but there's no real consequences for this kind of shit. No. Like used to you could be tied to something like this for the rest of your life, right? Do and or say something stupid and you might be tied to this for the rest of your life, but the amount of stupid that are that's said and done on a daily basis nowadays a week from now no one will even remember this shit about the about him coming out and endorsing Trump because the black community so whether you believe it's right or wrong coming out as a black person and endorsing Donald Trump to black people seems like a sellout right and it's only because it's only because his refusal to condemn white supremacy right so it's like if you have a refusal to condemn this then obviously that puts you on that side and you can't be on our side so anytime we see one of ours go to that side yeah and and they don't really have anything it's based on we see it as a sellout but the unfortunate thing is there's no consequences anymore because like so much dumb shit i hadn't even thought about ice cube till you just brought him up yeah and last week he was the big deal. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. <laughs> I kind of so forgot just, about it too. <laughs> like this shit is, and in a deeper thought, are we going to a place where, yeah, bro, this shit don't matter no more because the mo- the news is going too fast? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, exactly. But and, you know, yeah, kind of is what it is type thing, and it's almost like if if Donald Trump just like threw it out there like i'm sorry uh this is my steps to work on it this is what i'm do from here on out would that have one more black votes in your eyes no only be- <laughs> and, and let me tell you what i don't know i don't like putting my- <laughs> I don't like putting- listen i don't like putting myself as like the speaker of that side i understand right. i can represent it because I'm very honest about where I stand politically, right? Exactly. That's why I want to ask you because no, simply because he doesn't seem like a man that understands what empathy is. Right. right. And that's my and, thing too. And so I don't think that Donald Trump has the layers to understand errors in his ways and and want to correct them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter to me one way or another. And I say that and I, I'm pretty sure most African-Americans would feel the same way. It's not that you've put policies in place to hurt us. It's that like you won't even do the most simple things to to not help us, but like to show that you're on our side. When they ask you specifically, can you condemn white supremacy? It's right. you always talk around it. 
that's the easiest way to show you're not racist even if you don't mean it <laughs> all right and so to me it's like if you would go that hard to not take a side on that it automatically shows what side you're on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so no I, I don't think it i don't think it would make a fucking difference well one last uh talk about this politics thing um I heard somewhere where, where 2016, when we had Obama running, yes, it was... No, we had Hillary. And Hillary, but the interesting perspective, so we have two people to choose from, right, every four mm-hmm. years. How many people that voted for Obama are voting for Trump this year? That's a good question. Doesn't that and... just drop the mic on some shit? Yeah. It's... Yeah, yeah, it really does. It really does. It's like, oh, shit, okay. And so, like, you know, you think about the state of the mind of the peoples and shit like that, but I just find that kind of fascinating because, you know, fuck. Well, the idea is that you should vote your interest regardless. Regardless of your race, regardless of this, you should vote your interest. So that's why I say I don't give a shit that Wayne's going to vote for Donald Trump. Like, I don't really care. I'm still going to listen to Lollipop. Like, (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna be done like I'm not it's not like I'm not fucking with you my only question is why did you feel the need to come out and publicly do it and what's the motive behind that that's where it gets weird for me oh yeah is when these that makes it about yeah see that makes it about that makes it about something other than what you believe and mm-hmm. instantly for me then it's entertainment and I laugh at you yeah <laughs> simple exactly. as that you probably got paid for it too <laughs> he, he, I hope so. You think he put that fucking sweater on for free? God, right. I hope he got paid. Man, <laughs> we'll oh, see. Man. All right. Well, besides being National Cat Day, I'm a dog lover. Love cats, but let's let's deep dive into something here. You got something you need to get off your chest? Deep dive into something. What's on your deep mind? Dive. Deep dive. I know you talk um... about on some podcasts or some shit like that and uh yeah yeah we can talk about let's yeah let's talk about that because what's the issue with that? A, what's going on? my issue is i understand advertising i really do as a content creator and a content consumer i understand that ads play a big time role not only that i'm a participator in ads when it comes to like uh the user side and the and the producer side right mm-hmm. i have purchased things from ads i have heard in podcasts Here's the problem. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, Subscriptions to things. Um, I've learned about new products. So for black men, shaving gets tricky because of how coarse our hair is. We can get bumps if the razor's not designed specifically for our faces, right? Mm -hmm. I learned about Bevel, which is made by black people for black people, like for people with coarse hair. I learned about that on a podcast. Can you just do an ad right now? No, I didn't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Are they paying you? Let's go. <laughs> I mean, hold on. Let me add a timeline stamp on this. One. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> but no, like being straight up, like I did, and I and there's a there's a few different things that I've used that I learned from podcasting. My issue is there is a fine line between where it starts to interrupt the flow of the content to where it bothers me. And it bothers me as a consumer, right? And I sometimes I don't think that the content creators think about the flow and how their user, the user experience, how they're gonna experience all of this. So there are some that do it right, and there are some that do it wrong. And then you always know when you're when you're watching or listening to something or consuming something that is strictly for the ads. So to me, it's starting to sound like a lot of things are starting to feel and sound like they are making the content for the ads hmm. and not using the ads to boast the content, if that you makes got, sense. You got an example of that? What, what's a podcast that, what, you don't got a podcast you can throw out there that you can just break down on how they fucking up? Nah, because I still like them. <laughs> Fuck it. Call these motherfuckers uh, out. <laughs> all right so listen i i'm a big brilliant idiots guy right right they've always done ad breaks in between and it's always usually when andrew and or charlamagne has to take a piss right oh uh, yeah yeah and here's the thing that's the perfect way to do it 
Yeah. It's going to be a natural break anyways. That's fine. We understand a lot of times an hour and 30 minutes into a episode, we got to take a piss too, you know? Right. So recently they used to do maybe two. Now they're doing about three different segments of them. And now they're four ads long. So you're going to hit a point two or three times where the ads are just so long that it's like, it's starting to feel like, okay, guys, okay, we get it. And I know that like this pays for them to continue to do the content that I love and I'm appreciative of that. So I'm not a, I think the problem is I don't skip ads because I know how that works, especially on the YouTube front. If what? we watched the whole ad to through when we had the option to skip it, the cre- the content creator gets a higher percentage. So I'll let it play just because it's kind of my way of showing a little bit of support, even if it fits some shit I'm never going to purchase or interested in. It's getting right. out of hand, bro. It's getting out of hand. There's no reason that I should listen to a podcast that's 18, 19 minutes long, 20 minutes long, 30 minutes long, and has six ads. Six? Six? Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> is that on. based on YouTube or is that based a reflection on the creators themselves? It's a reflection on the creators yourself only because you control where they go. Mm. Yes. So you can say, yes, I'll do in the YouTube system. You put the breakpoints in there <laughs> and they now they feed the ad themselves. You don't really control. You can and you can't to a certain extent. Over time, you can start to say, I don't want this ad showing on my stuff, but you put the spaces in for it. And it's like, it makes me wonder if creators also consume their own content. Because I think if a lot of times, if they were to sit down and like watch an episode, be like, oh, yeah, it's kind of annoying. Maybe that was too much. Six. They must not. They, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. So why don't like, we put all that shit in the beginning and just get it over with? Ad after ad after ad. I mean, I guess, because I guess you can skip over it because they get paid by the views of the ads, right? Not just right. having them. So most, I know in the podcast world, doing it in the beginning or at the end, oftentimes the, the rate is much less because of what you just said. Advertisers know they can just skip right over this or they know just cut it off when they're done talking before it gets into the ads. So there's still ads there. They just cost significantly less. Your high dollar ads are in the middle of the content. Hmm. And it's usually right at a cliffhanger, especially on YouTube. <laughs> right. Like it's placed right at a spot to where you're not going to leave. Like you're going to stick around for the content that follows this. So putting it at the beginning and putting it at the end, it kind of gives the listener an easy out and which is good for the user experience. But as a content creator, I understand if they're paying me $25 for a beginning ad, $25 for an end, and then $175 for one in the middle. You're right. You're going to do the middle ones. You know what I mean? Like, because it gets you paid. And I understand that. But my thing is like, where is that line? You know what I mean? There's good, there's a, there's a line that that goes between like effective marketing and this is going to start to feel different. Hmm. I don't yeah. know where the line is. I'm not trying to pretend to be an expert or anything like that. I just know I, I'm a major consumer on when it comes to entertainment and stuff like that. And there are things that I can, I feel lines on. I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm done. Because every time, like, you see those six ads in a fucking, like, a YouTube video, and you just say, fuck this, and just get out of it? Or do you Listen, find yourself finishing it? 50% of the time, I leave the episodes, bro. If they're Ooh, coming too okay. quick, if they're coming too quick, I leave the episode. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Because it's sometimes, some of them, it's like, it'll be like, boom, if I were to stop right now and put an ad in at the 24 minute mark, and then at the 33 seven minute mark it stops in another ad then at the 42 minute mark it stops at another ad then you might get all the way to the you know 90th minute and then it gives you six ads then two minutes of whatever else like it's just it gets 
I understand it. And that's why I was like, let's do the deep dive on this because there's no clean cut answer. It's just one of the things that, that gets me kind of frustrated because I don't I understand it, but I don't understand it. Right. Because you never know when that when you've crossed the line or when maybe I'm just being too analytical. Maybe it's right. not a problem for casual listeners, you know? Yeah. I know. I listen, I listen to The Breakfast Club, and they'll have ads that kind of peek in and out at random spots. Yeah. And to me, it seems kind of new because I've been listening to it for probably like a little over a year. And But these ads that are now kicking in, it's to advertise uh, Podcast. other podcasts or radio shows within their same network. Which yes. is fine. So, I get. I like the plug and this and that. But my yeah. issue with it, it's it's radio stations or podcasts that are like these these somber, fucking melodramatic, sad sitcom dra- drama things. And it, mm-hmm. and it, but I hate it because it's like it tries to relate to pretty much the black demographic in urban areas where it's just like, hey, listen to this podcast because. They're going through a lot of shit and the voice on there is talking very, very sad with some melodramatic music in the background. And it's just trying to like tug on emotions and heartstrings where it's like, don't you relate to this? That's what they're saying in the background. Don't you relate to this? You want to listen yeah. to this, don't you? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck. Don't play with my emotions and try to make me feel sad and silly. Naturally, I skip over it because I, I don't like feeling that type of way when I'm listening to for something for something else. So you're more bo- you're more bothered by the content of the ad rather than the ad and the placement. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind like they have a nice ad that comes in and you know, uh, you know, brilliant idiots. You know, they have their whole fucking blue chew stuff to, for sexual stimulation, which is fucking odd and crazy. But with the whole show wrapped around it, it's almost like okay, I get it, but I still fucking skip through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like I said, it's uh, I think it's one of those things that as content creators, we're going to have to navigate carefully. You know, at what point do we. I'm just someone that thinks about the user experience all the time. Like I, I it's like that's the side of the switch. My brain is always switched on. So even if I were to work for some corporate 500 company and we sell insurance, right? I am going to be the one questioning like, yes, but how are we delivering their policy to them? Like, we, maybe we shouldn't send them the actual papers. Can we make it a file and send, you know what I mean? Like, I'm always about like the user experience. Do they have to, they shouldn't have to come here. Let's get a, create an app. Like just little stupid shit like that. I always think about that side first. How is, how are the consumers going to consume this? I don't know why either, but that's just kind of where my mind goes to it. And it, it makes me more keen and aware to how is, how is this, how does this play to them? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Which is funny because one day, one day we will have ads on this show and we will have these conversations privately. Like you're saying, okay, we got to get this one, this one, this one in. And I'm like, Ooh, Let's make sure we're not doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's 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 a delicate balance, man. But I think that's um I think it's the same thing for social media as well. Like businesses on social media. Yeah. The balance of posting pictures of your product and then just like being social as well. Cause they say the best companies, the ones that are winning social media, only post offers 10% of the time. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Nobody wants to be sell to 24-7. Right, right. Sometimes it works. Unless you're Amazon, then fuck. <laughs> yeah. We get we, it. <laughs> we But we come to Amazon to be sold to. Right. And sometimes it comes to us. It's like when you search something, that shit just pops up. It's like, wait True. a minute, what? I just. And sometimes we've had a conversation and talked about some shit, and next day it's on our news feed. We're like, yeah. what? We talked to this over yeah. the phone, not even text. It's crazy. And so it's, it's interesting. Crazy. The advertising is, uh, it makes me think about, so my, like I said, my one-year-old, she's, she watches this video. She's gotten into these new videos on YouTube. These two little girls play with slime. Literally, that's all they do. 
it's I don't understand it, but again, it ain't made for me, right? Right. Bro, their videos are about 18 minutes long, each of them. Seven ads. Seven. What are those ads but about? They're local ads. So the first two, when I click on the video, it gave me an ad about Christina Hale. The next time it gave me one about Victoria Sparks. Those two are running for Congress in the state of Indiana against each other. It's literally giving me them two ads every single time because it knows where I'm located at. Hmm. And then and then every third ad is some kind of toys and a few different things, right? Um, there's a McDonald's one and an Uber Eats that always shows up, but and Target. Target's always there as well. But yeah, it's they as an adult, I see these videos and I'm like, they're only doing these videos as a platform to serve these ads. It's a business, which is okay. I'm okay with that, right? Yeah. But it's like the interesting thing is my kids don't know that. They don't they don't understand all the ways they're being advertised through. One of right. the one of the one of the episodes they turn their house into a McDonald's. They literally have like 30 Big Macs, 30 fries that that got delivered to their house by who? Uber Eats, right? Mm, right. <laughs> and this is the content in it and they're like serving their family the mcdonald's and they've got like pictures of the menu taped up on cabinets and stuff. like mcdonald's clearly had to have sent them all this shit it breaks in the middle for an ad just guess who the ad was mcdonald's oh shit. no mcdonald's the next one was uber eats <laughs> the next one like and it's just like dude this is nonsense because I distinctly remember laws that were put in place saying you can't advertise to children. Like, I don't know if you've ever looked up those those laws. You're not supposed to advertise to children. No, I just figured right. it was one of those things. You don't advertise to children. These are direct advertisements at an early, early, early age. And the fucked up part about it is they don't even really know they're being advertised to. You know what oh. I mean? Well, I love kind of that little segment right there because we can kind of segue into remember like some old TV or cartoon shows. Have you ever watched anything recently that we used to watch as kids, which is like DuckTales or fucking SpongeBob or fucking I don't know something something else? The messaging that we got then and that we see now, how fucked up is that? And did that make me who I am? I don't like being subliminal message too. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. You have an that's example? Crazy. I mean, it, like, it, have you been watching something recently? No, I haven't. But that just made me think about it's like this whole yeah. advertising to children, and yeah. it's like I just remember watching shows, loving all these cartoon shows and movies, and then like growing up and kind of like just doing my own research and be like, what that had it in there? Like mm -hmm. the whole one of the popular things in The Lion King. Where he's just chilling at the end of the rock, but the stars look like sprinkled all together, but really closely. Spells out sex. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. So I've never heard that. The old yeah. school Lion King. It, it spells out sex in the stars, but it's like, once you see it, you see it. It's not like you have to squint your eyes, close one eye or anything like that. It says sex. There's like sprinkles of stars, but there's like a cluster of stars. And that cluster spells out sex. Damn. Or even like the, the Lion King where like the, the movie cover, it's got his fucking face right there and like the sun makes it like a silhouette. And but mm -hmm. it, if you look at it, it's like a lady in bikini with her ass cheeks. Showing. Oh my god, I see it right now. You see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see it right now. She thick. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's a beautiful big beautiful fucking nose? Wrong. Damn, bro. I'm looking at it right now. That's some cheeks, son. Holy, yeah. She got the yams. <laughs> right? And it says the king has returned. Mm -hmm. I bet he did. Yeah. Ask like that. I'm coming home every <laughs> night. I'm coming too. That's right. <laughs> God damn. You just blew my mind with that shit. It's crazy. Holy so all shit. All the shit that they're putting out there, it's just That's like, what? Crazy. That's why that I got so many kids. Exactly, because we got sexified <laughs> at an early age. 
I've been fucking since I was 14, bro. That's what they taught me how to do. What was the first show you watched? What were you watching at 14? At 14? It ain't what I was watching at 14. It's probably what I was watching at like 10 and 11. And I used to watch Saved by the Bell. And like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't a girl on there I didn't want to fuck when I was like 11. Oh, exactly. I thought high school was a shit from that. Did not? Boy, was we wrong, right? But like, I, I definitely did. And then I also remember watching... Listen, this is going to sound super nasty. I also remember watching Family Matters with Steve Urkel. Yeah. I didn't want to fuck Laura. I wanted to fuck Laura's light-skinned friend because she just seemed Mm -hmm. nasty. She just seemed nasty. I was 11, bro. But I'm like, yeah, she'd let me do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Regular sex ain't going to cut it no more. I think, yeah, in my little kid brain, I looked at Laura, but I was like, okay, Steve got her. Who's the next one up? Yeah. yeah I can't even remember weird. her name now. But yeah, man. I'm trying to listen. It's crazy. I understand why they say, yeah, you, you can't advertise to children. But yeah. YouTube, I think this is another thing where like the laws haven't caught up with tech yet. Because YouTube is advertising to my daughters 100% of the time. Always. Always. That's crazy. And they're tuned in, bro. Literally, I have a one-year-old that you, you've you met her. She doesn't sit still for anything other than YouTube videos. She will watch them girls play with slime all day long. Right. All day long. Sit through the ads and all day long. And she knows slime, McDonald's, and these two girls. <laughs> right. And it's it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's, yeah. Even the music. If you think about the music that we had that was around... Because, you know, how people talk about, like, the music nowadays is they're like, oh, my God, the music's so vulgar. And I'm just like, eh, you didn't grow up in the 90s. Yeah. You didn't listen to some of those Biggie lyrics. <laughs> yeah. So it's should we should children be exposed to that shit at an early age? Like, when do you have the sex talk? You know what I mean? It's but it's like, when man. do you let them curse? When do you let them just be what we end up turning out to be anyways? You know? The cursing... And maybe even the sex stuff. I don't know. So so to me, it's a... To this day, I won't curse in front of my grandma. It could just be a black family thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's more of a respect thing. Like, my grandma obviously knows that I curse. Obviously. But, like... Right. I don't know. She you know what I mean? She never curse as a child, huh? No, nah, I'm sure she did. I was like, oh, shit. Rakata, rakata. <laughs> Baby, let's go. <laughs> so let's talk about today's segment. Let's talk about today's what the fuck. What, what's something today that made you go, whether it's newsworthy, your daily life, or something you just overheard, what made you go, what the fuck? So my, yeah, I definitely do. So my what the fuck is going to be to uh, Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck were you thinking? And what the fuck happened? Pretty much. Well, like the, the Yankees won? Uh, chill. I don't want to <laughs> talk about that. Um, <laughs> so prior to game six. So let's just end game six of the World Series. What ended up happening was the Dodgers win the World Series. In that game, Justin Turner, who plays for the Dodgers, plays for the first seven innings in the game and then is mysteriously taken out of the game and out of the dugout, right? Look, we don't know what's going on. They even mentioned on the broadcast, still trying to get word on if if Justin Turner injured himself or what happened, but we'll let you guys know as soon as we know, right? Well, the next morning, it's reported that he had tested positive for COVID. So they removed him mid-game. Mid-game, they removed him from the field and isolated him. The problem with that is two things. Immediately following the victory, Justin Turner runs out onto the field, no mask on, hugging teammates, sitting down, kissing the trophy, passing the trophy around for his other teammates to kiss, knowing good and goddamn well he had COVID, right? 
crazy. That's bad enough. So today it's reported that he actually tested positive for COVID the day before that. So before the game even started, the day before, they knew he had tested positive for COVID. They just did a retest to make sure that it wasn't a positive, like a false positive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know there's a chance that he a strong chance he has COVID. Why the fuck huh. do you let him play? Yeah. Apparently, the they've got the results of the second test in the middle of the game, and that's when they pulled him out of the game. But Major League Baseball comes out today, and the statement pretty much reads this. Justin Turner broke protocol. Uh what? Then what the fuck was the protocol? It, obviously, he broke the protocol. But if you're the governing body over an entity that is baseball, that is basketball, that is football, that is goddamn fucking Walmart or Target. Yeah. If you test positive, you're going home. Mm-hmm. Why was he given the option to still play? Also, did you alert his Dodgers teammates one of which has a pre-existing heart condition, another of which has an infant child that had complications at birth, did you let them know that they were going to be exposed to COVID-19 for seven innings of a baseball game? Right. Because that one gets tricky, right? And who... I keep trying to be like, whose fault is this? Well, Justin, you fucking knew. It's kind of your fault. But the yeah. the idea that you were given the the chance to still do that that's crazy to me. But now, see, that's it's a hard and rock place for me because just if you've worked for something all your life and it's the final game, you win. Would you want to go out there and celebrate or not? Oh, oh. that would be tough. You absolutely one hundred percent want to be out there. You 100% want to be out there. But in sports, coaches have, we have, they have this thing where every injured player believes he could go one more inning, right? They always do. It's just the warrior in you says, I'm okay. Me at 80% is better than, than me, not at all. So you try to go out there and you try to save players from themselves. We do it all the time. This is another situation where it's not just about the player. So at some point, selfishly, win or lose you want to be out there right that's your team but like you got to think about the people around you and that's why i say were the were the other dodger players alerted hey justin tested positive we did a retest but we don't have the results of that yet but he's playing anyways especially especially the one that has a heart condition because right. they're saying if you don't have pre-existing conditions, it's probably not going to be that bad for you. But the people that are dying are the ones that have like these underlying things that's already wrong with them. Man, what would have been a great photo op for 2020, especially them winning, would have been his whole team taking the picture. And then you see Justin six feet away, six feet away, six bro. feet away, taking the Listen, picture with his mask. They could have done you know, that. Would have been so- epic. It would have been so epic, bro. Would have been like, you would have praised him. We'd be like, fuck you, the fucking man. Yeah. And it's just like, and even if he were to afterwards and come out and say, I don't think COVID's that big a deal. I think I got it and I'm going to be just fine. I think most people are going to be just fine. But I don't know. And the idea that I could pass something to a teammate who then passes it to their elderly parents or to their sick child and one of them die, that would be too much for me. Yeah. So I, I decided to do the responsible thing and just say, yeah, yeah, chill. Yeah, go out and celebrate and be six feet away. Take just that photo off picture because you deserve to be in there. Or but at least keep the mask on. He took the mask off, bro. He yeah. kissed the trophy. And then they passed it down the line kissing the trophy. Yeah, Justin. Your fucking so, mouth didn't win you the, super, uh, the series. You're so I've got a question for you. I got a question for you. If you were a teammate and you didn't know he had COVID, but you then found out that he knew he had it, how are you feeling about that? Ooh. Kind of shitty. Yeah. Kind of shitty so, only yeah. because you it didn't give me a choice. At work. It kind of happened at work. 
this girl was like, I'm not feeling good. I think I have a cold or some shit. I'm like, all right, if you know, you know, cold symptoms and shit like that. You know, COVID's mm-hmm. a different symptoms where you say you can't take shit and all this like extreme shit. And we're like, all right, whatever. And the employee next to me asked this girl, like, I mean, can you taste anything? Or like, what, you know, I'm trying to just figure it out. Mm-hmm. So make sure this motherfucker didn't got COVID. And she goes, no, well, just a little bit. And I looked at her like, what? Right then and there, I put my mask yeah. up. like, time to go. I'm like, if you feel in some type of way, Calling sick, stands free sick back, wear your mask. Little That's things crazy. like that. Just little things. Yeah, and honestly, just let me know right off the bat type thing. Like, hey, I'm sick during these COVID times. I'm not sure if it's COVID, but uh, back the fuck up. <laughs> and my thing is this. I'm, listen, I'm hoping this just sweeps under the rug and no one gets sick and nothing happens and no one dies or anything crazy like that, right? But if something were to happen to one of those players or their family members, Major League Baseball is liable for that. See, because apparently you have a protocol in place to keep these players safe, as was negotiated per your collective bargaining agreement. How was he able to how was he able to break protocol like that? And you're supposed to be notifying everyone involved. There's no I'm telling you, there's no way that the Dodgers players knew that he had COVID and the media or no one else knew. It just doesn't happen that way. There's no fucking way. How did this happen? If I'm a player on the Dodgers or the Rays, I'm calling Rob Manfred, who is the commissioner of baseball or whoever the fuck my player rep is. And I'm saying, I need you to explain how it was, how you thought it was okay to expose me to a deadly disease without even telling me or having me sign a consent saying I'm good to continue playing or any of that shit. Baseball, as a business, take the sports and the humanity out of it. As a business, cover your fucking nuts. What are you thinking? This is so negligent. Like, just from a business standpoint. Did anybody tell him? Like, he just said, fuck it on his own accord? Or he just never got the memo type thing? Like, hey, you're not, you you sitting still. We don't know yet. The news that he knew a day before just came out today. Uh, But to me... it doesn't matter. He chose to run out there. That's on him. Yeah. But like you said, players going to do what players going to do. Right. You're the governing body, Major League Baseball. Like, you you wrote the goddamn rules. And you're telling me you can't enforce it? Uh, on this level? Like, stop it. Well, it's this not like is, you can get suspended now from baseball. That shit is over. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, listen. In every other sport, you're right. Major League Baseball is so stupid. They definitely carry over suspensions. Ask A-Rod. Oh, yeah. They suspended this motherfucker one year for 50 games. We had 10 games left in the season. He missed them 10 games and the first 40 games of the following season. And here's the thing about being on suspension, right? You can't be at the clubhouse when you're suspended. So he had to do his whole offseason away from the team because of how the timing worked out. They stupid, bro. It's petty. Any aside from that, suspend yourselves, or someone someone's going to lose their jobs. Because again, God forbid something happened. From a legality standpoint, I do believe that you're at fault. It's the it's just negligence. It's just negligence, and you have to go into that room with all those executives and say, "What the fuck were y'all thinking?" So y'all told him, and then you left it up to him. That's just not good leadership, bro. You just don't. You can't do. You can't make these kind of mistakes on this stage. You can't do it. Right. <laughs> and so it's like. So for me, it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck are y'all thinking? That is definitely a what the fuck moment. Yeah, what you got, man? Crazy. Yeah. Fuck. All right. My what the fuck moment. So. <laughs> So as much as people say, you know, this this voting thing is very important, this and that, some people are diehard about this shit. So a woman in labor stops to vote in Florida on her way to the hospital because she's in labor. What the fuck? What's going on? Uh, (laughs) So she said, before my baby's born, pretty much, I need to cast my vote. And so... It happened on 2.30 p.m. on Tuesday in Florida, and uh, there's an employee of the Orange County Supervisor Elections who 
you know, this dude came in, was like, yo, my wife's pregnant. We're on the way to the hospital because she's giving, she's in labor right now, but she wants to come in and vote. This lady goes out to the car and gives her one of those fill out votes. Like, here you go. And I guess the lady was like, nah, I need to do this right now. And ends up going inside while she's in labor. <laughs> and quote, so the woman in labor filled out her ballot while doing a little controlled breathing. The baby about to pop. And she said, I got to get my vote in before this baby. What, ha- what would happen if that baby just popped out right there in the middle of the vote? I've got so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Like, first of all, let me give you an answer at first. It is Florida. so we're gonna throw that out there (laughs) secondly i'm gonna make this story even worse for you bruh it's not election day she's doing this (laughs) shit to vote early (laughs) have your baby you'll be out of the hospital by election day what the fuck are you doing (laughs) didn't even occur to that she got a couple more days yes what are you doing you'll be home by the time of election day stop it and here's the thing if you if you can get out of the car and go do early voting before you even go to the hospital. It tells me that you're not in a city or town that has these ridiculously long lines anyways. Mm-hmm. Cause you was able to just go and do your thing here in Indy. They're waiting for eight hours plus. So yeah. that tells me that you doing too much. Like <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Right. Go have your baby heal up. And now it's going to be Saturday. And you got a couple more days to heal before you go and cast your vote on election day. Yeah, that's mad crazy. I've ever and had then my thing is, <laughs> I want to know who she voted for now, because I can't see either candidate having anything as pressing enough to make me let my woman stop labor to get this fucking vote in. Right, and who's this man's? Where it's just like, all right, baby. where is where is your man's? Yes, right. <laughs> all right, baby, I got you. Oh, you you want a McDonald's Sunday too? While we at it, no, get Jesus. my ass to hospital. Let's go. Crazy. Florida is wild. It is wild. Florida. You know they say the craziest people come from Florida and the Bronx, right? So this oh. is right on brand. But yeah, they're living up to it. And one thing, like, to, so what's the best birthday gift you've ever received? Uh, best birthday gift. I now, I'm only received. asking because an Alberta woman, she won a lottery jackpot of more than $75,000 from a scratch off ticket. That was a birthday gift from her friend. Yeah, nah, mine was never. I'm thinking a bicycle. Wow, that's a birthday gift. That right? How you feeling if you the friend that gave it to her though? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and what and is she planning the- to do with the money? She says she plans to share it with her winnings with her children. No mention of the friend. I fucked them kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm the woman, I think I'm breaking. I'm breaking my friend off about ten G's. Yo, I've gotten some lot of scratches, but I think the most I've won was like two dollars on a birthday. I hit a hundred. Not on a birthday though. That's the most I've ever won on a fucking scratch off though. Like, <laughs> yeah, damn. Now I'm looking at birthday gifts from now on. Of like, is it seventy five grand? What? How much? Yeah, nah. Fuck them ties <laughs> and shit and watches and dumb shit. Just give me lottery tickets. Yeah. Is this a vintage sweater? Can I sell this? As you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's for sale in my house. Don't get too right. comfortable with nothing around here. <laughs> exactly. Sold. <laughs> Daddy, what happened to my socks? <laughs> Sold. You got feet. <laughs> Sold. Right. Dad, you just bought me those shoes. Sold. <laughs> Daddy just bought us some lotto tickets for damn socks. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. That's a hell of a way to spend a birthday, though. I'll tell you that. Fuck yeah. Fuck. I'm feeling sad after that shit. That's crazy. What would you do with 75,000? 75 grand, man. I would pay off my student loans, real talk, right off the bat. I probably, hmm, I would not stay where I'm at currently in Southern Oregon. It's too much of a small town for me. 
and I would invest. I would invest and then I would save. Yeah. And then I'd probably start like one big project that I was really fascinated about, which has not come to fruitation yet, but hmm. I would definitely use it to invest in myself type shit. But I would love to like, if it was like a fuck, if it was like, I don't know, like a half a mil, I would love to go out to friends and family and be like, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. 75 grand. What are you doing right off the bat? First thing you get it. Pussy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where? Uh, I, the, the, you know what? I don't like expensive pussy, so I, I need some, I need the hooker that's not going to be any more than about Taiwan? bucks. Nah, because they do weird shit over there. I'm into regular sex. Just yeah. dirty. They be, sh- <laughs> be shitting on your chest yeah. and stuff. <laughs> You shit anywhere near me, like I'm getting mm-hmm. kicked out of the country. <laughs> I'm yeah, kicking your ass, but nah. Me, yeah, I'm punching you right in the booty hole, making that shit go yeah, right back up. Right, nah, just Vegas. Right, Ooh, Logan Sport. <laughs> What'd you say? Nah, I said Logan Sport. <laughs> oh, Ooh. yeah, no, nah, just I'm just playing. Right. But yeah, nah, I don't know, man. I, I don't. The good, the beauty about it was that it would be like an unscheduled seventy-five thousand dollars, right? So, like a good amount of that money, I'm gonna be honest, I'm probably gonna blow on the best experience I, I could have, you know? Right, trip. Yeah. You got Where some trips like, in mind? Where would you go right off the bat? I know we've been talking about Denver, Colorado for a minute. Yeah, but I probably wouldn't go to Denver because Denver is like somewhere we could go now if we want. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, probably a Botley, honestly. Yeah, I'm figuring it's like I'm some island. Some, I want to be lavish in some fucking... What's it called? Like the Maldives? Shit, the Maldives or Mal- whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's too rich for my blood, but give me that 75000 I'm on, I'm on the way. I don't know. You put a hut in the water with a fucking slip and slides fucking thing out of it. I'm, I'm yeah. sold. Yeah, I'm in the hut, but I'm not I'm not going to be in the water like that. <laughs> I don't know what's in you the can, water. You can see through the water. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's better. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, (laughs) I'm going somewhere and I'm going to, I'm going to, I know how it's going to end up is what the fuck did I do with 20 grand? Like, how the fuck did I spend 20 grand already? You know what I mean? It's going to end up. Right. But I just want, I I need the option to have that, that talk with myself though. (laughs) Yeah. Happy birthday. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, man. This phone number has been disconnected. <laughs> what? Quick. I, bought, I bought him the ticket. He just cut, he gonna cut off his phone. Uh, you gonna call me and be like, uh, I don't know. Uh, don't know say, pero I don't know. He gone. He gone. He said peace, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> Please leave a message after the beep. Yeah. And there's no beep ever. Yeah. <laughs> nah, shit. It'd be a good birthday though. All right. Well, you got some final thoughts you got to say out there? My final thoughts is I do actually, just because they're not going to hear from us until I see next it'll week. be after election day. Yeah. Is Ooh, no man, matter what that, happens. That next talk's going to be fired too, man. Yes, it is. And no wow. matter what happens on election day, whether you're, whether your candidate wins or loses, just remember this. Ultimately, it's up to you. And what you do after that is going to be up to you. Whether you right. thrive or whether you remain stagnant for four years because you're waiting for this mythical creature to save you and to push you in the right direction. It's going to be up to you. So my advice would be celebrate and or be sad and then move the fuck on. Yep. I am, I'm going to be tuned in just like you are, and it's going to be a big deal, but I'm not trying to say it's not a big deal. I'm just saying celebrate, mourn, and move on. Simple as that. That's well said. What you got for him? I always think of the same thing, honestly, and I was actually going to mention that on my podcast when I record this later on, where it was... Tell them the name of your podcast so they can tune in. So yeah, my podcast is called I Self Reflect Podcast. Mm -hmm where I kind of just mind jam with the world about my perceptions, my ideas, and try to look at different ways of viewing things. And the collective consciousness of all of us in 
what we can do to essentially make ourselves feel better because i believe greatly we are all in control of what you what you just said i believe we're we have the power to change our mind and if we have that power we literally can decide and dictate our lives from that where your mind's at and sometimes people feel sad upbeat or lit like even politics you know feng shui your own being to something else and don't let that be it, it's you have this power if you can choose to be happy or positive or not let something affect you and create something for yourself you're in control no matter what and i think people have forgotten that so the podcast is to essentially remind others but why i speak that out loud it's also to remind myself as well because i just want to empower myself into people at the same way it's a i self i self-reflect podcast perfect bada bing bada boom that's it my man i will talk to you soon definitely you want to let them know where where, where they can find us and subscribe and, and, and comment absolutely find us on apple Podcasts, spotify uh stitcher i believe you can listen on youtube if you feel so kindly as to leave us a review on apple Podcasts, it really helps because it'll suggest us to more listeners kind of like yourself that are into the kind of content that we provide and it would really help us a lot and we'd appreciate it do it um also yeah you can find us on instagram at cloud conversations pod on instagram that's it well thanks for listening today guys we appreciate you we love you tune in next week and uh hear what we have to say about the election and what's trending then until then my folks peace all right Peace.